When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. People say ain't no good and I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning and pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade well, I ain't got no money, but you better believe I got it made. Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my own. If you don't like the way I'm living, just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, folks? Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your coworkers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy. Also, some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess she knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30 40 bucks as well. And she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478-231-7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been. Um, let's see, what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there, too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1644. Five. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive-In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. Let me tell you guys about the baddest insurance agent around these parts, Miss Jenna Carr. She's an alpha insurance agent. She handles home, auto, life, and business She's located in Macon, Georgia at 3312 Northside Drive, Suite C-160. Uh, let me tell you about Miss Jenna. Not only is she just the sweetest, cutest damn thing you ever seen, 
but she takes care of business like a true professional. I love dealing with her. Uh, she's done got me hooked up with life insurance because let's be honest, I'm going to need it. And uh, every time I've ever dealt with her, a complete pleasure. So y'all do me a favor now. Give her a call and go look her up on social media. Jenna Carr, Alpha Insurance Agency. And that phone number in Macon is 478-621-7065. Tell her that you need the same package, home, life, auto, all that good stuff that she hooked me up with. So recently here at the studio, we had a tornado came through. And when it did, we needed a new roof put on. We needed some work done to it. And my dude, Mr. Brad Devane, with Classic Roofing and Construction at 478-832-9229 came and gave me a free estimate, and then they hooked us up. Uh, it was an insurance job, and they took care of it right away. But they also handle out-of-pocket. And what's cool about them, they've got 30 years' experience. They don't collect a single dime until the whole job is done. They do a full walk-around with the homeowner just to make sure that everything is up to the homeowner's standard. And then they collect. I know when we needed them most here at Raising Grace Studios, they did us an amazing job, and I'm glad to have them on board with us. So check out Classic Roofing and Construction now. Give Mr. Brad Devane a call at 478-832-9229. That is classic roofing and construction. You guys want to know where I go to have a good time in making when I'm also wanting to get some good food and listen to some good music? I go down to Cashman's Pub at 370 Cherry Street in Macon, Georgia. Every time me and my buddies go there, no matter who it is, they've got a really good band playing. I'll tell y'all this. I love their buffalo chicken wraps. Plus, they have Buffalo Trace, one of the few bars around that carries it. So you're going to get the best drinks, good damn service, with good people. I know that I enjoy it, and all my friends do nothing but brag about it. Every Friday and Saturday, you can catch us there, but also we go there during the week when we get a wild hair. I know I can catch all my Bulldogs games, all my Braves games, and any NFL games there. They're going to have them on the TV. They're going to have drink specials. And it's just going to be a great environment for you to laugh, cut up, have fun with your friends. To me, it's my favorite little spot in Macon. If you don't know about it, go order one of their shot specials and tell them that I sent you. That is Cashman's Pub down on Cherry Street, Macon, Georgia. Phone number. 478-219-9703. Y'all go run a bar tab up and tell the bartenders that the Josh Terry podcast said hey. What's up, fam? Uh, I'm going to sound like shit today. Uh, sorry I have not put out any episodes in a week and a half. Uh, I've had the flu or I've been, uh, I don't know, I've been fucking busy. I uh, want to give a shout out to my guy, Jason Johnson at Project K9 Hero. He was supposed to have an ad running all month uh, because he's a sponsor for this month. But now he's a sponsor for this month and next because I'm a fuck up. Uh, so, Mr. Jason Johnson at Project K9 Hero, y'all please go check him out. It's a great organization that helps uh, retired military dogs and police service dogs. Uh, Jason's just one of my good buddies. I don't know how I fucked him, but if you're one of my friends, you realize <laughs> that I'm very good at fucking you sometimes. Um so I had to cancel three shows this week and I was on live all ago and I was bullshitting and miss Harley, uh, with uh, two broads podcast and, uh, was like, Hey, I'll fucking do a show with you today instead of me doing it by myself. <laughs> so fuck it. Here we are. Not a great explanation as to how we got to where we are, but it is what it is. I mean, what? it's pretty as simple as you can get. I mean, I like to live by the, the acronym kiss, which is keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. So, I mean, it works. <laughs> uh, there's not me. I live by the six P's proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Oh, I like that. I'm yeah. going to start using that. I had a crazy fucking uncle who was uh, supposedly <laughs> like in the CIA. Like this is, this is going to sound like the most far-fetched fucking <laughs> thing ever. And it's not a fucking lie. So my uncle, he died, I think, uh, early 2000, so, somewhere, I think like Oh six, Oh seven, somewhere in there. His name was David. David was a fucking psychopath. Um, but he was very sober for a very long period of his life, like 30 something years or whatever. He married my aunt and uh, he would come down here every weekend or every so often. And 
he taught me and my cousin uh justin a lot of fucking weird shit like like cia type of shit or whatever well uh all of a sudden towards the end of his life he got uh he started drinking again and became just fucking weird super weird it was weird in the first place but he went super fucking oh, weird boy. and uh Anyway, he um that's one of the sayings he taught us was proper planning prevent poor performance. He also taught us how to spot safe houses, taught us what a safe house was in sixth oh, yeah. grade, taught us how to <laughs> hey, 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 oh, a lot of a lot of fucking teaching the kid really, that. That's good. That's a good thing. There you go. Yeah, a lot of really weird fucking shit. But what's crazy, me and my cousin were talking about this not long ago. A lot of the things that he said that was going to happen as far as technology-wise goes, as far as, as like the thought police and people getting in trouble for certain things, a lot of the shit has came true. Wait, and is he one of those like tinfoil hat people? He, he probably was the originator of the fucking tinfoil <laughs> hat, to be honest with you. He was a psycho. Uh, but like he was rich, so him being a rich psycho kind of made him a little bit fun to be around. He, he would take you to do some some weird shit. I mean, sometimes those are the best kind of people, though, because you never know what you're going to get, which also side note real quick before we get to whatever conversation you're talking about. You sounded like shit. I'm sorry. Now I sound like a nasally toddler that smokes 50 packs a day. That sounds like my grandma. So I'm going to apologize because I'm getting over being sick as well. Right, so, well what, what did you have? Because I had the fucking I had bronchitis. The West Nile flu. Yeah, I had bronchitis. And then they tried to snipe me yesterday with the flu shot. Um, because obviously it's mandatory for military cats. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be down. I'll be down in a minute. I fucking left. I was like, mm -mm. I just now got done being sick. I'm still sick. I'm going to wait a minute before I get that shit. Cause I'm about to, uh, -uh. Yeah, nope. I, I don't get any of those vaccines. I don't, I don't either, but you know, when you're government property, yeah. Do yeah. as you say. No, if they had like <laughs> a STD vaccine just to go ahead and let you just free ball everywhere. This raw dog the shit out of everything. I mean, I already do anyway, so I don't really know why. <laughs> I mean, I, I make the joke all the time. I'm going to get something more serious than chlamydia at some point in time, and I'm just going to laugh it off when it happens. I'm just I mean, like, it'd it be what it be. I mean, I, I, I've put my dick through a lot of turmoil in its life, and, you know, it's just what it is at this point. I'm 35. <laughs> if, if there ain't no weird bumps yet, I'm not saying that there ain't going to be. There, there natural selection will come and get you if it needs to it, it will it will <laughs> it, it, it'll come at the most inopportune time too oh uh, yeah that's yeah. how it always works i like to think that i am a walking murphy's law so if you don't know what that is anything that can go wrong will go we wrong. wrong yeah <laughs> like that is literally my life like when i introduce myself or if i'm trying to get to know somebody that i'm gonna date i'm gonna be like look man i'm a shit show and i like to identify as the walking murphy's law so here we are you've been warned <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm like getting used to the fact now when you just said like introducing somebody or like mm, when you it get sucks. yeah. So I didn't realize how shitty I was at it. Oh, I, me, I we did, can go down this rabbit hole. I'm for it. Yeah. So <laughs> here recently, I've figured out. I already knew I have no game. Like I'm either gonna make you laugh and you're gonna like it, and you're gonna just like be silly with me and shit. Or you're not going to like me at all. Like, if you're the person that wants swab and wants fucking, I don't know, the smooth and all that kind of shit, that ain't me. I'm not, I'm the motherfucker that's going to spill spaghetti on you. I am going to trip and fall trying to do anything nice. Uh, I can dance, but not, not in the uh, traditional way. Um, <laughs> you said trip and fall. There was one time. But you, I, it's made me think of it. So I was dating this guy and I was trying to like be seductive on the bed. Yeah. It, I literally fell off the side of the bed. My whole leg slid right off, right off the corner. I go like, that's the type of person I am. Yeah. It's going to fucking happen. So I don't take sex serious anyway. I like to, I can like, so see that. 100%. I, I am laughing and cutting up like the whole time we're fucking Sweet Jesus. Like, <laughs> unless, unless like it's one of those nights that I've drank too much and I think that I'm way better at it than I actually am. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm telling you when I've been drinking, like, I think I can put in some fucking work. Nah. Well, like, oh, no. I think I think about it the next day and it was like, bitch, you already knew that you didn't bend that way. Why did you? No wonder they ran and ghosted me. Yeah, like I get it. I get it. Like, what the fuck is 
I then I can't talk dirty like that. So I just make a joke out of everything. I was about to say, I feel like you're like that sarcastic, like you attempt to do dirty, but you're just sarcastic as fuck about it. Unless I'm blacked out drunk. And then I always hit them with the one line. Fuck me like you hate me. Like I, I don't know why. That's, mm-hmm. all, that's always been like, they'll say something to me. And like, I'll be like, you can fuck me like you hate me or whatever. Like, let's, let's do this if we're doing it. And you know? <laughs> Let, let's fucking get down to it. Don't be, don't act like you like me right now. <laughs> Don't you, don't you be sweet. I like whispering sweet. Nothing's in your ear. And you're just like, dude, just fuck me. Like you hate me. Like, let's go. What the fuck? The first time I said that to a girl was completely out of character. And like, we had slept together a lot. This is years ago. And I was fucking belligerent drunk. Don't even know how Pedro got hard in the first place. Wait, Pedro. Oh, you don't know my dick's name's Pedro. Why Pedro? Because I instantly think of okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Oh. One, he's south of the border. Two, <laughs> he's a very hard worker. Three, when he gets off, he likes to take siestas. And he's <laughs> on to fuck a fat bitch or two. So my dick's name is Pedro. I fucking hate you. Most, oh, my God. Most, most women do. But the first time oh. I... First time I ever told a girl to fuck me like she hated me, she literally stopped fucking me and left the room because it was so out of character. She was oh, like, no. she was like, at this point, I thought I was raping you because you've never said anything like that before. There was no way, like the lights were on, but wasn't nobody home. And she was like, I thought it'd just be bested if we stop right then. And she tells me the next day, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't know who that guy was. That guy, that guy's got problems. Oh. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I don't know if a guy said that to me though. I don't think, no, cause I'm submissive as fuck. So I'm like, I don't know how I would take, I wouldn't think anything of it and be like, okay, whatever here, this is what we're doing now. Abuse I, me. My mother, <laughs> my mother didn't love me. <laughs> Daddy left me and mommies don't love me no more. The there fuck am go. I supposed to do now? Yeah. I'm just a, <laughs> a complete piece of shit at this point of my life. Yeah, I don't uh I don't know. Like I I'm not good at any of that stuff. Well, like, you were talking about when we like said intros, like I realize I cannot I'm not gonna look, I'm not gonna I'm the type of person, maybe if I can fucking get my thought process together. Um I'm not the type of person I'm not gonna sugarcoat not sugarcoat shit, but I'm not gonna change who I am. Yeah. Like I don't believe in that shit. Like, yeah, there might be some things you kind of have to hold back in your first date, but I'm not. Like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about shit and vomiting and that kind of yeah. weird shit on the first day. But I'm also not going to I'm a spice. I like to think that I'm a spicy personality type of person. So sometimes that gets called me intimidating. Sometimes it gets which I think is the dumbest little shit ever. But whatever. But like sometimes I realize I'm like, I'm not cut out to date. Like I'm I don't like saying alpha. But then sometimes it's like the dating in my generation is like y'all fucking suck. Like. They yeah. want you that, and I think we talked about this on the last episode we did, was like the society things, how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to dress, how we're supposed to, you know, personality is supposed to be like, look, I'll take somebody, like you're sitting here talking about how you sit here, cut up, sarcasm, talk shit. I will 100% respect that more and be more attracted to that more because you're being who you are. Because I don't want to sit here and try to get to know you. And then a month later, you're like, yo, who the f- what who the fuck are you like i had a guy i was actually literally just telling this story and he put on this like we had been dating probably about seven months and we had put he put on this like big macho man like he's six foot four 200 something pounds like big boy and like was like alpha type that's what i thought no the truth came out because of a trip in nashville trip in nashville for my birthday last year I, we were at whiskey bent and I had been there for like two hours already. Cause I was like, it's my birthday. We're at a fucking Hank junior bar, a fiddles playing. They got Jim beam red stag. I'm in fucking heaven. Like, this is how I want to spend my birthday. Listen to the fiddle, listen to, or drinking my favorite drink. We're good. So then these guys come in that are like frat boy looking. They've got the basketball Jersey, the backwards hat. That's not all the way on their head, which by the way is the most dumbest fucking thing in the world. Like wear the fucking hat. Anyways. And I was in the front row. They start coming over and like, I'm dancing, living my best life. I'm already probably about a bottle deep at this point. And they start like pushing me. 
So I'm still dancing, being belligerent. Like I'm not doing it. I'm minding my business. So the dude looks at my guy and goes, get your girl. So I turned around and I said, if you have a fucking problem with me, bub, like you can address me, not him. He's not doing anything. And then his girl, I'll never forget. This girl like whips her hair around him, like literally just like whips it and looks at me with all big old bug eyes. She's like, excuse me, you're not going to talk to my man like that. I was like, oh, you done fucked up. <laughs> like I'm going to mop the floor with your hair and his jersey. So please back the fuck up. So then they rotate people. The guy's like, man, get your fucking girl. So fast forward, whatever. Nothing ended up happening. They tried to get me kicked out of the bar. I had already made friends with the bouncers at this point. So one bouncer didn't know this, tried to kick me out. And he's like, why the fuck are you standing? The other bouncer's like, why the fuck are you standing outside? I was like, because these little dick motherfuckers got me kicked out. So he pulls me back in. He was also a Marine Corps vet, which, yeah, <laughs> we stick together. He brought me back in and kicked all them out. So long story short, the day after he, my, my ex was like, yeah, I, um, I, I wanted to see what my former corrections officer, Marine girlfriend was capable of doing because I'm not about that. Like he, he said, like he put on this, like he went on this whole spiel about how he put on this facade that he's this alpha, whatever, big dog. But that was just a show because he was afraid and really liked me and wanted to keep me around. And that's, he had played me like stupid. a fucking exactly. I was like, well, what? That's why I show you as quick as possible what a cunt I am. <laughs> I, I show you every one of my bad qualities right out the gate. I got a hoodie that said, Don't be a cunt. And I thought of you. Yeah, well, I'm the best, <laughs> I'm the best cunt there is. It's got big bird on it. <laughs> that's funny. It's uh, from the um assholes live forever. I don't know what that is. It's a company and Man, I subscribe to their text message thing. She gets me at her. It's like a girl named Melinda that owns it. And they send out the text. Like when they have deals, they do these $5 package mystery packages. And it comes with like a sweater, a flag, like random shit. Like, I don't know if you can see this flag, but it says Saturday. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. Saturdays are for the whores. Like stupid shit like that. And, but yeah, this hoodie, it literally has this big bird real big on it. And it says, don't be a cunt on it. And I paid five bucks for that bitch. And it's soft as shit. That's I fine. think the last time we actually did the podcast or did this ep did an episode, I had it looks like a Jameson logo, but it's assholes live forever. <laughs> oh, that's bad. I'm gonna check them out. Oh yeah, uh, I'll send you the link after this. But it's definitely don't subscribe to the text messages, or they're gonna get your drunk ass every time. Because I did it again last night. It's probably my seventh package from them because it's yeah. funny shit. And then they send the I've gotten four of them because it's just one of those mystery things. Um, there it's a necklace, but it has spoons on it, like little tiny spoons for Coke. And it's uh, labeled one line, half line, two, two lines or whatever. And I was like, I can't use that, but cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. During my, uh, during my, my flu trip this week, when I was taking all this medicine, I was scrolling through TikTok one day and there was a hat company and the hat company is this badass all white hat, but then it's like the Coca-Cola logo on it. And how Coke has the logo Enjoy Coca Cola. Like this says Enjoy Cocaine and Strippers. And I was like, I, love that. I was like, okay, I'm ordering this now. So I, I don't do Coke. That's the thing either. Like I, it's every time I go somewhere, people don't realize how much I take Adderall. Uh, not because I need it. I mean, I am ADD, but I like taking Adderall just to be up and attentive. Mm -hmm. So people always think I'm like geeked out, but I've never, I've never even tried it. Uh, I know that I'll be sucking dick or stealing catalytic converters <laughs> by the end of the week. Uh, hold on. The thing just turned off. So let me, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Only a virgin. What? Okay. So for all who don't fucking know this, I bought new cameras not long ago, uh, to give a better quality and everything here at the studio to what we're doing. And, uh, little did I know, I just got them to work today. I didn't know you had to fucking charge them. <laughs> So now we're back to a fucking webcam. So wonderful. Anyway, what the fuck were we sitting there talking about? Uh, oh, fuck. That's a good question. Anyway. I think it's something about us not being able to like, oh, being authentic. I think that's, uh, I think yeah, that's yeah. a good way to be is like when you go on a first date or whatever. Now, again, there's some conversations you just don't write off the rip. Like, I'm not going to sit here and have sex, like talk about sex with you. The first conversation I have. With yeah. You. Or talk about my two broads, one podcast. <laughs> like 
that kind of thing. But there's sometimes where I'm like, I, this is part of the reason why I also decided I'm not getting out of the military now. It's one of my big news coming up. Um, Cause I'm supposed to be getting out next year, but hmm, I'm staying in because okay. I am too. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it in the civilian world. Why my is mouth is going to get me in trouble. Like Man, when I talk to it, it depends on what, it depends on what line of work you went in. I, I, yeah, can, it does. I, can, I can imagine you being a police officer. You'd be fine. Well, I mean, I was a corrections officer before the Marine Corps. Yeah. I did that for three and a half years. And I like was around some people and just the way like I talk sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like either y'all just are too sensitive or I'm sorry, I'm going to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I don't Are you talking about this, how transparent you are? Maybe that, yeah, I can't, that's a better word to put it. Yeah, I think, I think I got what you mean. Uh, yeah, if I ever had to go back to a real job, uh, I'm definitely getting a whole lot of sexual harassment. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. It's the How about this? When I first started uh, the studio, the girls that were working for me, I made them sign a piece of paper that said they couldn't sue me for sexual harassment. Uh, I'm the only person ever, I think, that has in somebody's contract was like, look, you uh, you don't have a choice. If you want to work here, you you have to say that you will not sue me for sexual harassment because in the world we live in, I know that I'm going to say some stupid shit and uh, you're probably going to have a good reason to sue me for sexual harassment. So if you know that I'm going to be a smart ass and talk shit around you or anybody, as long as I'm not touching you by any means, you can't do that. It's cross the line. Uh, but if I'm like, bitch, move your big ass out the way, you can't get me for sexual harassment. So I went ahead. I mean, I would rather that I would rather have a boss do that because I've worked with some, I mean, granted, I'm also in the military, but my past jobs, I've worked with some grimy ass people like grimy. Yeah. And if I knew like they put on this whole, like I'm the manager, I'm going to have your back. I'm going to be the best fucking boss in the world. And then they've been some fucking, mm, I don't think you'd be like the way these grimy fucks were. I don't get that vibe from you, but no. that's actually not a bad idea because then the girls also know like, here we are. <laughs> like, Yeah. So I'm all about people being comfortable and most of all me being mm -hmm. comfortable. Like I, I want me to know that I can say whatever the fuck I want to and do what I want to. And you have to know that it's a joke already. You have to know that I'm not being serious. If I'm like, bitch, suck a dick. I don't actually mean for you to suck a dick. Like I, I mean for you to fuck off, go away, leave me the hell alone. You've annoyed the shit out of me, but I've seen like in some of these like lawsuits and everything now with people in entertainment and in politics and stuff, you say one wrong thing. And you're fucked. I'm going to mm -hmm. make sure that I'm not getting fucked ever. Exactly. I mean, that's, you literally have to do that, though. And that's another reason what I mean, like, with the transparency, like, in the military. So I hate walk. I'm especially now, like, being older and, you know, figuring shit out in life. I'm like, I don't, like, I have to protect my peace. I'm not walking on fucking eggshells. I'm going to be transparent. And you're going to know how I am. Like, I'm not, I'm not, that sounded super bitchy. That's not what I mean, but like, no, I, don't, I don't think it sounded bitchy. I just, I'm not going to walk on eggshells because you're, you don't know, you don't have to take a joke or I'm a very, so like bartender. So Harley me, bartender me, Marine me, podcast me, like across the social media, like everything across the board, I'm the same no matter what. So you're, there's no fucking surprises when you meet me in person or if you listen to my podcast or I will say though, when people bring up my podcast in person, I do blush. <laughs> I do blush a little bit because there are some episodes that are so spicy on there that I'm like, Oh yeah. Because my people in my unit know, for example, which is super, I'm like, can we not bring our personal lives into the, the military world? Because like, yeah. Okay. You heard that I had a threesome. Cool. You heard I was in a thruple. Can just leave it at the episode that it is. You ain't got to bring it up at fucking work. Like, don't get any ideas because it's not going to fucking, that's probably worth, you know, now that I said that out loud, that's probably what the, why they brought it up. <laughs> that's exactly why they brought it up. <laughs> now that I said it out loud, it was like that light bulb, like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> there was recently a girl who tried to uh, get my attention and I really wasn't digging her or anything. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't for me, but she's extremely nice or whatever. 
And she went right over the top with it. As soon as she found out, like I wasn't interested, she was like, Oh, by the way, I love having threesomes all the time. And I was like, Oh, I'm still not interested, but you know, that'd be fun to do sometime. If you ever, you know, can that be one of those things where I was like, there's just some things you don't say right off the rip. Yeah. Would you classify as that one of those? I don't want to know about your previous sex capades when I'm getting to know you. Like I I, I, I don't want to know. Like some people, I guess that's, you know, there's a turn on or they know that something's going to happen or whatever. I just, I don't want to know. Like I'm I, the guy. No, go I, ahead, I also, I also don't want you to ask about my, my previous shit. Like I, <laughs> I'm old enough now to, I remember the conversation that you used to have with the insecure people. And it used to be like, how many people have you slept with? Bitch, if you ask me that question now, your feelings are going to get hurt. Your feelings are going to get hurt, <laughs> but you're also going to make me feel disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, I've been with five people in 35 years. Bitch, I've probably been with five people this week. Like, <laughs> chill the fuck out. Like, this, this I is, hate that shit. I yeah, hate like, that people are so stuck on body counts. Like, we're not in high school. Like, in high, okay, junior high, high or not junior high, ooh, in high school. Yeah. I kind of, you know, and then when you started weaseling away, like when I went to college, I went to a very big party call, like a very, very, like we were smart alcoholics. We sucked yeah. at sports, but hey, whatever. As long as hey, you can, I'm, long as you can drink and suck dick, that's all that matters, right? Exactly. Like you we're not going to talk about. <laughs> you got a degree in DP. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. That's all that fucking matters. PhD <laughs> so, in three ways. <laughs> I could keep going with this. I love this. Though. An academic award in anal. Oh no. Okay, that's the one rabbit hole. I don't know. I didn't mean actual hole, but <laughs> that is one like adventure. I'm still like mm, I hate good. the no to leave the butthole on. Butthole's not for me. In mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. I don't want to touch your I butthole. I think I fucked with you last time because yeah, you're I, like, oh I, I don't I don't want you to touch my butthole. I don't want to touch your butthole. Right, let's, let's leave the buttholes what they are. Exactly. Buttholes. <laughs> that's not even like even all right you can say like all the other names for your other body parts and they're semi-attractive they're semi-sexy say anus and get a heart on Uh, you can't (laughs) say but what if somebody said what if somebody said i can't because my voice is super raspy so i can't use my seductive voice but like if somebody used like dirty talk like let me touch your butthole (laughs) i'd be like uh the door is there I had that happen to me one time yeah. to where a guy, I was so excited to hook up with him. I was so excited because he was oh, beautiful, like beautiful man. And we were having a good time. And then he took my hand and started pushing it down. And I was like, got to move my hand back up here and not say shit. Just go back to doing what I was doing. And he kept doing it. And then he finally took my hand and put it there. And I was like, I'm out. Like I literally got up in the middle of it and left. I was like, <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not going down that hole. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, since we're telling embarrassing stories, I've got one okay, for you. I, I'm so I, don't, open. I, don't, I don't think I've told this one on the show. So I, I told you earlier, I don't take anything serious, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at some point in time in my life, I'm not going to say exactly when it was, uh, I was sleeping with the stripper. And she's a badass. She's cool as shit. I used to have a good time with her. Well, something had happened. And like she was playing music while we were fucking and a certain song came on and she didn't know that I had like a history with the artist. And I started like, I don't like the person whose song came on, but I, it was just in a funny ass moment of it coming on. So I started laughing like while she's riding me and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I can't tell you. I literally cannot tell you why I'm laughing, but just know it has nothing to do with you. And she was like, whatever. And she kept going. And I just kept, then it's in my head. It's like trying to hold a fart in in church. You can't. <laughs> like, you, you, it's just fucking in there. Like, you, you, it's stuck. So I just keep, I keep giggling. Oh, no. That poor I, girl's self-esteem was probably dying, even though it had that, nothing to do with that, it. That bitch threw me out of her house. It almost <laughs> was like a movie scene. I'm glad this bitch lived in a house and not an apartment. I, I barely got my underwear on, grabbed my boots and my jeans. She's pushing me like an offensive lineman out the goddamn door. 
Like I'm in her front yard getting dressed and she slams it and she hollers, you'll never get this pussy again. And oh, I'm, no. and, and I'm still laughing. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm still laughing because now it's became completely even more funny to me, me getting kicked out of the house while this certain song is on. Like it's just fucking humorous to me in every way, shape or form. And uh, she sent me like the worst text message ever oh, on the man. way home. And she just like going off on me or whatever. And I texted her back and I was like, bitch, you should let me tell you the joke. You, you, should, you might have not even got it or why it was funny. And she was like, there's nothing you will ever say to me to make that okay. And I was like, okay, well, take your stripper pussy on somewhere else then. I, I don't know. I was about to say, it. you might have dodged a bullet on that one. Because I would I would make sure I found out what the fuck you laughing at. Like, I'm beat your ass if you don't tell me. Like, talk shit like that. Like, I would actually beat your okay. ass. So I Look, was, motherfucker. I was drunk, though. I was drunk, and I was laughing hysterically. Oh, so, so yeah, like, I was about to say even So, more. like, I couldn't even, like, because I thought she was just playing. I thought when she's like, you can get up and get out. I thought she was playing. I was like, bitch, where am I going? I'm drunk. All right. I don't want to drive home right now. What Wait, did you end up driving home? Yeah, I, ah! from, I couldn't sleep in the bitch's yard. All right. Could have slept in the car. Nah, I'm good. I drove home. I don't think it was that far of a drive. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, but it was it was humorous. It it really tickled me. And uh yeah, we still I don't think we've spoke since that day. I fucking bet. I'm not a That's I'm not, not as bad as me leaving a dude. Like I let fuck it. I'm just gonna share this story because I actually haven't told the story to anybody. Um I went to Texas, not crazy long ago and ended up you know hooking up with somebody i left him we got done hooking up well no hold on backtrack this man tried to get me to tell him that i loved him and he kept saying i love you during sex <laughs> and i ended up leaving him like we finished we just finished doing our business he passed out i ended up leaving his phone died and I left him at the hotel. I'm the one that drove, mind you. So he had no vehicle, no nothing. And I was like, he'll just get an Uber in the morning. It's fine. Like, I don't give a shit. We were 45 minutes away from his Airbnb. We ended up just getting a hotel room because he had like 20 people with him. And he calls me. I guess he borrowed somebody's charger or whatever. Crying. I mean, crying. Like, I've never had a girl do this to me before. What the fuck? I have no car. Nobody's answering their phones. I don't know what to do. Mind you, he's at where I'm staying at. Like, cause we, we had an RV. We did like a girl's trip, RV trip or whatever. And so I was just right down the street. And but the fact that he was crying and he's like, I've never had a woman do this to me before. Blah, 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 blah. We're friends on Snapchat. Not anymore. But two days later, two fucking days later, he posts a picture on a Snapchat. This motherfucker's married. Damn. <laughs> That's what he gets. Piece of shit. I was like, I should. You know what, you motherfucker? Like, and then it understood the whole I love you thing because she is a blonde with brown eyes and I and with big boobs. And I was like, oh, ew, gross. <laughs> like, it made it even more cringier. Oh, my God. I prefer them to be gone in the morning if it's just a hookup. Like when I tell you I was gone, like I snuck out of that room and straight. I didn't say nothing. I didn't leave a note. I did nothing. I so left. I, I'm going to cock block myself here with a lot of people real quick. Uh, so I lie because I, I don't like people spending the night. Like if I like you, you can spend the night. Like you can fuck spend the night every night of the week. I don't give a fuck. I like cuddling, all that kind of stuff. If you're just a hookup and we both know that you're just a hookup. I will lie and be like, hey, look, you can't spend the night. I got to take Gracie to school in the morning. Or <laughs> or her mom's working nights, and she's going to get dropped. Gracie's getting dropped off here, like, super early. Like, I'll make it to where it's such a fucking story. That, I do the same thing. <laughs> that is such a fucking story. I'll be like, Gracie's mom's got to go in super early. So, like, she's going to get dropped off, like, at 5 o'clock in the morning. There's no way you can spend the night. You didn't get here till 1. You know, best thing you could do. I, I hate to wake you up in a couple hours, you know, go the fuck home. Like, and I, and I do it in such a nice way to where it's like, I want them to feel bad. Like I want them to come have fun and then they need to go the fuck home. I love that because I yeah. do the same shit. It's either my kid, like 
I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like, okay, I love my child. Children yeah. are also the best <laughs> scapegoat ever. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh, she's, she's dying. She's coughing right now. That's why she. That was bad. Yeah. yeah, I was just trying not to do that in the mic. Yeah. But yeah, kids having a dog, like the best thing ever. Like last night, I was like, I can't. Like, I got, I gotta go. Like, yeah. I had fun. High five. I've lit. I've let see this is the difference between men and women though. I've left my dogs out in a fucking hurricane to get laid. Like I'd be like, look, they're they that they have been around for a long, long time. Dogs are they can adapt. They'll figure out to get under the fucking house if the weather gets too bad or whatever. Like I'm <laughs> or or if they're in the house, I'll be like, look, I'll clean up shit and piss for some pussy. Like I, this dog just might have to, you know. They might tear up some shit, but I'm trying to tear. Oh, no, I've done that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've taken the risk of them tear, yeah, yeah, like, tearing yeah. shit up. Fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, you go ahead. I, I'll call the dogs and let them know they got a free night to fuck shit up. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't coming home. Fend for yourself. I don't even care if y'all eat tonight. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> dad's eating first here. Like, yeah, you got you to gotta wait your turn, bitches. I love that. I think that's why you and I get along so well because we're almost the same person. I'm so the o- I'm the only person <laughs> ever that PETA is fixing to cancel because I'd rather get pussy than fucking feed my animals. Look, you're just no here. Hold on, you're the only one that'll openly admit that. You're oh, yeah. not the only motherfucker no. that thinks like that, has done that, whatever. You're just the only one that'll admit it. Because yeah, I am a special kind of piece of shit. <laughs> I am a honest piece of shit. I was having to explain this to somebody in Nashville the other day. There, there was a woman that I ended up like just hanging out with uh, one of the nights at the bar or whatever. And uh, we we're just having fun. It's bullshitting or whatever. And uh, she was like, does this always work for you? And I was like, does what work for me? She's like, you are talking mad shit. Like just being playful. And she was like, you have not even flirted. She's like, I think you're flirting by what you're doing. I'm really not sure at this point. Uh, and I told her, I was like, look, every guy that you meet tonight is going to try to be like, hey, baby, I can buy you a beer or you want to take a shot. And I'm like, hey, bitch, you want to dance and get some drinks? That's right. the, see, there's right. some of us that appreciate that yeah, much rather and, that than the cliche yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she and she was she was cool as fuck about it. She's like, you know what? I'm hanging out with you tonight for the rest of the night. I was like, fuck yeah, you are. And I was like, but you bitch, you better dance. I was like, you get born. I'm carrying my ass off somewhere else. This is my last night in Nashville. I'm having fun this evening. And she oh was like, goodness. fuck yeah, let's do it. That's like yeah. my guy best friend. He, so I always say he's like a little drunken monkey because he's the hairiest, like the hairiest man I know. And has, and he's like, he's not, he's short, super hairy. He's not that much attractive i mean he's not ugly but like whatever i have never seen somebody pull women so much in my entire life like this man does <laughs> because he's the exact same way he's a good fucking time and when i say these women that he pulls like he pulled one the other day and i looked at her i said honey are you okay like are you okay she's like what do you mean because i was bartending and I was like, I'm just making sure. I was like, I'm going to pick on him and pick on you because that's my brother. Like, yeah. straight up, that's my brother. And she was beautiful. And I was just like, how? Like, how does that even work? But he's the exact same way. Yeah, all you got to do is make them laugh. I, I, have, I have just, it is my rule of thumb. If I can make you laugh and make you smile at the same time, uh, you're in a, Oh, it's game over. It's Absolutely over you're, you're game na- fucking you're, over. You're naked. You might have, oh. <laughs> you're naked. I mean, it's, you're going to have a great time. And even if you don't get naked, you're still going to have a great time. And you're going to want to hang out with me again. All right. Look, man, <laughs> here's your public service announcement from a woman's perspective. You can literally, we're actually talking about this tomorrow on the podcast, but like you could be like a, like an, okay, like an okay looking dude. You make a woman laugh and not be creepy about it and make her smile. I promise you, huh, I promise you, you will go so much for this cliche bullshit. Of, hey, baby, can I can I buy you a drink? You look really beautiful. And I, we appreciate the compliments. But man, you start get me fucking going and laughing and shit. And we're having a grand old time. I promise you. 
There's like, your, your fucking, I like, <laughs> there it is. I like to attack your insecurities too. So like. I uh, swear to God, whenever we officially meet, I, we're going to, I already know you and I are going to go at it. <laughs> like, yeah. So like I'll see somebody with an outfit on and I'll be like, where the fucking, where's the rest of that? <laughs> but, like, I was like, why, why are you showing so much? Like, not that it doesn't look good, but fuck, where's the rest of it? I don't, I don't understand. Or I'd be like, you know what? You're good looking, but you dress like a fucking dumbass. Uh, <laughs> and they'll be like, excuse me? And I'm like, look, you look good, but your attire is fucking stupid. Like, you could have just worn like a fucking sweater and jeans and been hot as hell. Like, you, you, you didn't need all this. I don't know what the fuck. You look uncomfortable. Like, I, I know you're not comfortable right now. You're not having fun. And the reason why you have rest and bitch face is because everything is squished together and you can't, there's no way you're having fun feeling like a fucking Barbie doll. Is it? Like, I hate, I've gotten to the point. I used to be one of those girls that was like, I feel like I have to dress this way to impress people because I do have a resting bitch face. And I don't mean to, like, I am the sweetest. I'd like to think so. One of the, the feistiest, but the sweetest person you're ever going to meet. But my resting bitch face is so bad. And sometimes it catches me off guard when I'm bartending. Because if I'm not doing anything, I'm just sitting here. People, I love people watching. I think that's why I've been bartending Fuck, for so long. Yes, because, I do too. Like, I can literally, like, if we were to go out and we just wanted to sit at the bar and just people watch. make I've made drinking games out of people watching. I just stupid shit. Like, that is my favorite thing in the entire world to do. But, like, some people will walk up and be like, yo, are you you good? Like, whatever. But now I'm to the point in my life where I'm like, it's not that I dress for comfort, but if something like is going to inconvenience me all fucking night, I'm going to get pissed and not want to wear the outfit. So sometimes I base my outfits on, okay, well, if I'm going to dance, <laughs> like I literally base my outfits off of, if I'm going to dance. Am I going to have to keep fucking with it or whatever? Because like some shirts I wear, the titties be tittying. Like I have to wear boob tape sometimes because I want to look good bartending, but I also want to line dance. Now, yeah. if I do one bend over one time, guess what? I'm going to be like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl and you all going to get a free show. So <laughs> that's how I dress. Like, I don't, I dress for comfort, acute comfort. Yeah. I dress, like, I dress to thing. be comfortable. <laughs> I, dress, I dress to be fucking comfortable and loud. I want whatever I have on to be noticed, but I'm going to be comfortable and be noticed. You think Hawaiian shirts are loud? Oh, yeah. I love them. No, you look, you pull them off. Not a lot of people can yeah. pull that off. I like that shit. I like that shit. Well, I think I think it's because it matches my personality. Like, I don't I don't want this is going to sound so backhanded. I want to stand out, but I don't want to be the center of attention. Ooh, like, nope, I get that. Yeah, like I want you to notice me, but I don't want it to be where, hey everybody, look at me. Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah, that's I, I that's how I like to be. That's um, absolutely how. I I want to be that person that like has that positive energy to be around like that, that good person. Like you just enjoy being around them, but I definitely not. Mm -mm, I refuse to be center of attention. Like I hate. Mm -mm. Nope. I will yeah. shut down. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like things to be made to be about me, but mm -hmm. I, I, but it's almost like I like to end up being what is noticed out of it. If that makes sense. Like I just, mm -hmm. when I go to a concert or, or let's, let's say tonight, I've been sick for a week. I'm probably going to the bar. Like, I have to get the fuck out of this house and out of this studio. Uh, so I'm going to go misbehave or do some stupid shit tonight. I wish and, you were closer because this is my first night, my first Saturday night off and not have anything to do. So could, me and the you, girls are going to a bar. Y'all, you know what you need to do? You could you be here before you know it. Y'all need to go to Macon tonight and get a hotel room and go out with us in Macon tonight. Where's that at? In Georgia? It, yeah, it's in Georgia. Macon's a, about an hour closer. Yeah, y'all can get ready there. We'll go to this badass country bar. Uh, hell, we'll all stay in Macon. Um, I mean, all you got to do is load your shit up. It's uh, even further. That's seven hours. No, it's not. How the I'm, fuck? You're in North I'm Carolina. literally looking at it right now. That is seven hours. Well, what is it? Five? Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah. fuck it. But anyway. Well, um, no, this needs to be something that we would plan out. Yeah. Like, I definitely want to plan a trip. Either come out there. Or whenever you guys go to Nashville, like I definitely want to go to Nashville. Yeah. Obviously, I'll, I have to plan trips a couple weeks in advance because being government property, uh, <laughs> I have to plan that out. So. Yeah, that ass is a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> You're stupid. But uh, 
Yeah. So I like when I go to a concert or something or just a, a bar like I'm going to not they have live music. I like to be where because a lot of the bands around here know me anyway, and I'll end up they'll get me on stage or do something fucking stupid with them or whatever. But it's the ones that I don't know that I'm in the crowd and I'm just fucking vibing. I'm having a good time and I'm dancing with strangers and just going ape shit. It's like, I don't do any of that shit to get noticed, but then it's like all eyes on me. And it's like, I didn't fucking mean to, to be the center of attention. Like I, I just having fun. I'm sorry. The rest of you suck and don't know how to have a good time. (laughs) Exactly. Like I'm a fucking goofball on the dance floor. Like I, I am, I'm a goofball, no matter which one I'm doing. Like I'm, I'm going to be a cornball and it sticks out and everybody's makes comments about it. And I'm like, it's just the vibe that I am. Like, yeah. what's the point of doing this shit? If you're not having a good fucking time, man, you're talking about live music. I fucking miss live music. So back home, well, back in Ohio, that's all it is. Live music. Every, I mean, and I worked in bar industry, but like live music was my thing. And it's not really, I don't know if it's because I'm in a military town, but that is one fucking thing that I miss so much that, I hate it. That's the one thing that I do hate about this place. Like you can't go and you have to travel at least like two or three hours just to go see somebody. It's awful. You have to travel that far to see live music. Yes. And then the like, it, it's, it's seriously, it's so bad. Like back home, I used to fucking, every bar had li- like has live music at least three or four days a week. And it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And I have a bunch of, but like a bunch of friends that have bands and stuff up there. And I'm like, Hey, just letting you know, if I start booking live music at my bar again, y'all ass is going to come down here. Just party at my house. We're going to book because I need music back in my life. Yeah, there's a, like my of, zen. there's a lot of bars in Macon that are trying to get me to, I'm thinking about starting my own booking agency. Uh, just because the music scene around here, it, there's enough places to where you should have a rotating door of really, really good musicians coming to Macon. Uh, and a lot of these bars know me and they're wanting me to help with some of that stuff. And I've had to tell them like, I'm down to do it. But one, the musicians got to get paid decently. And mm-hmm. two, like I get to pick them. Like I, there's some people around here. I'd rather fucking hit myself in the balls and listen to them sing. Oh my God. We had a rodeo. So one of the things back home I'm a part of is the tri-state first responders, first responder association. So one of the things we do every year is we do this huge rodeo. It's a, so we raise money to don't. So the money that we raise gets donated to like the smaller de- fire departments, police departments that don't have the proper equipment, proper trainings. Like we, that's what we raise money for. So this rodeo we had last this year, we had over 4,000 people. It was our first big one. Our first really, really big one had over 4,000 people show up. But so I was in charge of booking the music. I obviously got my friend's band that I know is phenomenal. They play all like everything. Like all the old shit, the country shit, classic rock, the perfect music for a fucking rodeo. They throw in a couple new country songs just to appease other people. But they booked this guy who opened for my buddy's band. And I was like, he's been apparently playing. He was an army vet, which made sense to have in a first response. Like I'm the military section of our board members. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Cool. We'll do that been playing music for years he he had a his thing was he had a signed record deal with somebody in nashville and i'm gonna have to look up the name because the name is fucking hysterical and i didn't know the name of it until he was already booked and about to play because i asked him i was like who are you signed with like i want to know like one of my buddies plays in nashville i don't know if you know who dan alley is i don't um he plays in nashville and I was like, what the fuck? And it was the most God awful. Thank God people weren't at the rodeo yet because he played, he did. He played us very well. Army vet, Nashville fucking signed label, whatever the fuck it's called and played us like a fucking fiddle. This man had two songs. Didn't even finish them. Didn't even finish them. And I'm like, thank fucking God this is a charity event and we're not paying you because I'd be fucking losing my mind. As a marketing director, yeah. that's, that's my, so I, I'm the military side, but I'm also the social media rep, marketing rep, because that's what I do. That's like my hobby. And I was like, it's a good fucking thing. And then he asked to come back for next year's rodeo. And I was like, no, 
Absolutely. I looked at all the board members. I said, I'll be the bad guy on that one. Absolutely fucking not. Just because you know how to kind of play the guitar and can sing some lyrics, so can my eight-year-old. I'd book him before I book this one again. Like, get fucked. Yeah, I'm a dick when it comes to that. Like, I've I've had to learn when to voice my opinion on certain people and when not to. And uh, if you suck, there's just too many people out there that are good. Mm-hmm. There's just too many. I, d- I just don't like sugarcoating shit no more. If, if you're that bad, it makes me cringe. Especially, I guess, you get a lot of people that can't sing worth a fuck, but they're really good songwriters. And you'll sit there and you'll listen to somebody who's a songwriter who doesn't have an amazing voice because they're more than likely know how to tell the story leading up to the song. They know how to kind of talk their way through the song to where it doesn't sound horrible, even though they don't have a good singing voice. But you get some of these motherfuckers who think that they are just the next big thing. And it's like... uh who the fuck lied to you <laughs> like do you not have real friends we have somebody like that back home in ohio where he's like he's in a like a native in our area but all these like when they just want open mic nights or like these little acoustic shows because somebody canceled last minute they always call him and my best friend she's i don't know if you saw the redhead i've been posting on tiktok well on facebook too she's been my best friend for like 12 years i got her into bartending and so we always would go bar hop or go like work at these different bars. And we're like, what in the actual fuck? Like, what are we doing? Like, who who lied to you and said that you can do this? But it was really like they would always make him host the open mic night. So he was booking gigs Yeah, is how he would put it. But it was really open mic nights where everybody else was doing everything. He was just hosting it. I'm like, yeah, I won't even stop it. I, I won't even fucking do karaoke. Like, I can't sing where the fuck. If if I am shit faced, I can like do the tone of whatever somebody's doing, like, or I guess I can like half-ass harmonize. But I can harmonize, but that's very on the low end. Very, (laughs) very on the low. Yeah, doing something by myself, uh -uh. Mm -mm. sound like shit. Maybe in the shower, but that's the extent of where I'm gonna. You're. I don't even sound good in the shower. (laughs) I'm telling you, if I sound, I know. I know why the good Lord didn't make me where I could sing because I would be a fucking cunt. If you think I'm a cunt now, me having musical ability. Oh no, no, I would, <laughs> I would have every STD known to man. I, I, I I'd be fucking <laughs> bitches on the stage. I, I would, one would go out that door and another one would come in the other one. You'd be uh, like Co Wetzel where y'all give a fuck oh, what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> There's so much about Co Wetzel that I look at, and it's like that's me with talent. All right, guys, <laughs> that that is that is exactly who I would be. He, him, and Bunny did this thing on his bus the other day, and it was like her asking him these random ass questions, and like one of them was, uh, what was it? It was, uh, would you bang a ten if you knew she had chlamydia, and. It didn't take him two seconds, not even a millisecond for him to be like, fuck yes, I would. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking to myself, uh, yeah, she could have stopped at 10. Like, it, oh, sweet Jesus. I don't care. If she has chlamydia. She's that hot. I we mean, bo- I guess it's curable. So yeah, it's we fine. both got chlamydia now. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I, I, I don't care. Uh, oh, and th- there goodness. was some, there was some other shit that she asked, and I was just like every one of his answers, and even like she asked him like, "What's your go to, like sexy song or some shit like this?" Oh, I saw that one. It was so stupid as fuck too. I love the goddamn song though. It's the thing like I've loved Anthony Hamilton for a fucking <laughs> forever. And when he said Charlene by Anthony Hamilton, I almost dropped my phone because I was like, <laughs> "This motherfucker is my spirit animal." Like that is my shit. I like it's every time. And then the motherfucker, me and him are built exactly the same, except I think he's probably like six foot six, one or something like that. Uh, how tall are you? I'm five, 10. Like he's a little bit taller than me, but built exactly the same. He's got hair on his head. I got it on my face. But besides (laughs) that, he's one of those that if me and him ever got to drinking together, best friends. Uh, oh, abs- 100 uh, fucking percent. I could so see that. That motherfucker. And here was another video that he did one time. And he was talking to him. He was drunk as fuck. 
And he was like, there just needs to be a goddamn bar that plays nothing but Earl Thomas Conley and Keith Whitley and all this type of shit. And oh, I, was, I seen that. He was like, that's the di- like the dive bars. Yeah. Where, like, everybody yeah. knows everybody. I'm like, those are yeah. back home. That's all it is back home. Like there's this one bar. It's called Misery and Gins. And the music is still literally they've got two different literal jukeboxes. Like, I mean, the one, you know, you do you know, where in. the ti- do you know where the title of that bar or the name of that bar comes from? Yes, but it's spelled differently though. The song. Yes. I'm yeah, aware, okay. But I, I, okay. They, I was just, I was yeah. making sure that you knew that was a Merle song. Yeah, no, but they, so the owner, well, the old owner, her name is Jen. Like, so they did misery and Jen's, but it, it, the whole, it's a house. It's literally built like a house. But the jukeboxes are the ones you've got to push in the code, everything. So they have a classic country and a classic rock. And I mean, this is like your perfect. It's got a front porch to where I don't think they do it anymore. But you smoke, they it's they smoke the weed. Oh, shit. Knocking shit over. They smoked (laughs) weed. And it was like, I have videos. Actually, just popped up on my Snapchat memory the other day where we were all sitting. Like, even as the bartender, I could come out and sit with them and hang out with them. And we had one of the one of the musicians he was playing his guitar everybody was sitting in a circle singing drinking singing i wasn't but they were smoking and it was like the most wholesome this is why i love dive bars because those are the moments that like you're just vibing out yeah having a drink you're fucking smoking you're listening to music we're all singing together even though we all sound like dog shit doesn't fucking matter we're you vibing get, the fuck out. You man. got you got a group singing together. It doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't. Yep. It, it it always sounds good somehow. Unless you just got one person that's a cunt and they're just trying to out. It's got to outdo fuck. everybody. Yeah, it's got to yeah. outdo. <laughs> if everybody's like singing at the same pace, same tempo, same loudness, it always sounds good. And you got that one that's like, "Yo, okay, you're really good, man, but fuck you." Yeah. Or you got somebody that's trying really fucking hard. And it's just like, okay, you need to shut the fuck up. And like, <laughs> like no one, no one wants you here. Like, go the fuck away right now. <laughs> I get, I get, I get very cunny about that kind of stuff. That's like those King Petty episodes that I did uh, a couple of months ago. That same shit happened with the bitch that that we had talked about in the King Petty episodes. We was all at a campfire, and it was a writers retreat, and everybody's hanging out and they're vibing. And this bitch who don't even know how she got there in the first place, uh, she just starts trying to out sing everybody. And this is like, why? Why would you fucking do that? Everybody we call those pick me's. We call that a cunt. Like <laughs> I, I'm a cunt in a good way. That's a bad cunt. Fun fact, speaking of the word cunt, did you know that in the UK that is like one of those words? Like, you know, how we it's like normalize of, it's a term of endearment over there. Yeah, but yeah. He said they were explaining it to me because we were training. Um, we have like for like three months, we had a big group of guys from the UK that were training with my unit and they would come into my bar and everything because <laughs> to them, the bar that I work in was what they pictured as America. Yeah. <laughs> a hole in, like the way I explained the bar that I work at is a hole in the wall club. So it's obviously the country, the line dancing. When it comes to the liquor, it's like your Jim Jack, like your very basic, typical shit. I mean, you got your some fruity stuff, whatever. And they were talking about it. They were like, it's and it's not cunt. It's just cunt. Like, there's still the T, but it's like a cunt. But there's a good cunt and there's a bad cunt. He's like, it's like when we say bitch, you're like, bitch, guess what? It's like, cunt, what's up? Like, (laughs) no. Or you're like, nah, dude, that fuck that bitch she's fuck her and it's the same thing with cunt and i was like what the f-? i was like i can't i said watch i said if there was not as many people in here watch me yell the word cunt and watch how people react to that word i've tried to normalize think it's dumb i've tried to normalize it in my circles i say look I, we're, I that's say gonna be enough. the campaign slogan for 2023 normalize the word cunt <laughs> just don't normalize cunts yeah same thing oh oh i like that Normalize the word cunt, just not cunts. I like that. Well, That's I am a, I am a fucking <laughs> genius. Oh, I can. Oh, oh see, here we go. That big ass head getting even bigger. <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason why I make the little bucks, but say that I'm so great because I'm amazing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> You're I, done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I was going to tell you bye You're anyway, done. so it's fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, tell them the name of your show again so they can go check your episodes out. And uh, thanks for uh, helping me get through this 
and not having to do this shit by myself today. I got you. I always got you. Like anytime I'm down to do this and bullshit, we straight went from buttholes to cunt. Like I am all for this open dialogue. Well, shit. in reality, it's not <laughs> that very far between the two. That is also true. But then we also talked about how uh, introductions just a, of just a dating. hop skipping away. It's just a hop skipping away. I got I got a joke for you. I got a joke for you. Oh, oh boy. Two lesbians and two gays leave from Georgia to California. Who gets there quicker? The two wait. Two two, two gays and two lesbians leave from Georgia to California. Who gets there quicker? The two gays? The lesbians. They get their lickety split. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, you're tell going. them the name of your fucking podcast so we get the fuck uh, out of here. <laughs> it is Two Broads, One Podcast. If you follow us on Instagram, it is at Two Broads, One Pod. We, um, ins- or TikTok handle, I do everything with the podcast on my TikTok, which is at underscore Harley G. But yeah, Two Broads, One Podcast. If you want some add spiciness to your life, yeah. It's probably a lot of spicy. <laughs> It's probably way too spicy <laughs> for, for my IBS. I'll tell oh, it's you definitely not for uh, children to listen to. But it, see, we, we found out, though, that people think that it's like towards women, like one of those like women podcasts. Absolutely not. Most of our audience is men. Our topics come from men. Um, it's an educational spicy and authentic. That's how I explain it, where authentic and spiciness come together. That's how I explain it. So. Where they come together. Oh, I'm going to say that's funny. Look at you. You're just like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a marketing genius. I, I could write oh, all boy. I could write all of your slogans for you. I love that. I'm definitely gonna use that cunt one though for you the should. <laughs> you should. You're welcome, bitch. All right, thank folks. you. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. Uh, I'm better now, so we'll be turning out some episodes. I'm gonna get, hook y'all up with a lot between now and the end of next week. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all y'all. Y'all travel safe this week and, uh, love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making the show a top 1% show in the world. And, uh, y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> I don't know how to end it. So bye motherfuckers. <laughs>